Welcome to episode 7 of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. I am Jim Rome, and he is the big head, James Kelly. And holy crap, head, week 7? Mm-hmm. Week 7, I feel like I put my head down, opened up my eyes, woke up, and it was already week 7. How the hell did that happen? And since I napped it out for nearly two months, head, how have I done? Have I made any jack? Oh, you're making jack, man. You're killing the game right now. You're definitely in the green. You are on a heater, I would say, Jim. Nice. Good to yes. hear it. I think I, I think I am. I think I have. I know I was last week. In fact, both you and I were fearing the worst last mm-hmm. week, and we both won the week once again. I think, before we get started, Head, I think we spend too much time beating ourselves up when mm-hmm. we lose, not enough time enjoying the wins because they're so hard to get. So let me say to you, Head, good mm-hmm. job, Head. boy. Nice job last week. Oh, thank you, Jim. You too. Yeah, thank you. In fact, yeah. me too is right. Better job to me. I went 5-2. <laughs> and two. You went 4-3. and three. So we both won the week. And and to quote the legend himself, haters, you got a problem with that? You got a big dump in your pants. You got a big dump in your pants. <laughs> All right, week seven. Head Let's do it. to quote the big nerd himself. Let's go. To quote you, let's do it. Chiefs, Frisco. Both looking to bounce back from losses. I've got to be honest, it sounds to me much sexier than it feels. If that makes sense, like not to be crass, but it's like, yeah, I'm about to get nice, but I really don't want to. Uh All right. Stupid analogy. Hey, head, you know what an analogy is, right? An analogy is where, mm. never mind, head, what is the DraftKings <laughs> number here? What is your play? I have a lot of great analogies where I compare, you know, play to human anatomy. If you want some of them, Jim. I no, I do not. I do not want any of them. None of that? Okay, no, cool. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Here, right here in this game, Kansas City is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in San Francisco. I'm laying the points and going with the Chiefs here. few things to worry about about KC off the field. One, they're coming off a big loss against Buffalo, and two, they also have a bye week next week. So let's hope the minds are right here, Jim. On the field, the biggest concern is their run D. Kansas City has the worst run-win stop rate in the NFL, and nobody schemes better than my guy, Lobster Jr., at running the football. Also... Kyle's play, they play off um, that running game, and they get guys open. San Francisco has an NFL best 7.3 passing yards after catch per completion. Not good when Kansas City allows the third most yards after the catch in the NFL. They have to make their tackles, but I'm still going KC here. San Fran is allowing only eight points per game at home, but they are banged up. No team this week has a worse six score of docks. Then the 49ers, they are hurting badly and losing Emmanuel Mosley two Dude, what, weeks ago. What, why are you giving up the Doc shit before the Doc comes on? Because it's great, and I hope he hits on this game because it's an accurate tool, and it shows exactly how bad the 49ers are freaking banged up here, dude. I, li- I like the way you found your way to the sixth site. Way to sixth go. site, yep. I, I found it, and I love it. It's good information. Add the fact Emmanuel Mosley two weeks ago, he's been a great uh, cover corner for him last year. He's out. He will not play. That'll bite them in the ass here. Now, against the spread numbers, they are big time in San Francisco's favor, so it's a little uh, worrisome right here. 6-0 in their last six home games, 6-0 in their last six games against a team with a winning record, 6-1 and following a straight-up loss, but I'm still going with the Chiefs and laying the 2.5. Interesting. All right, so Patrick Mahomes is having another big year. You do not see this dude throw two picks in a game very often, and you really do not see him make a horrible decision at the end of the game. He did 
did both those things last week, Head, mm-hmm. and as tough as Frisco can be to throw on, they are banged up, and I do not see Mahomes doing this two weeks in a row, but I can see Jimmy G doing it. In fact, I'm starting to kind of expect it from him. The Niners are banged up on both sides of the ball. I do see value with them getting points at home, but not enough value for me to take them. I will take the Chiefs and lay the points. So one game in, you and I are on the same page. Nice. Page- I didn't say that. <laughs> Alvy, man, getting nice one game in. Marty B. All right, Marty B. Patriots. Patriots v. Bears. Bears in prime time, i.e. prime time ass. Great. How do you not flex that crap right Brutal. out of there? Tell you what. It's no longer good enough for me, Head, to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch because they pay me to watch because they don't pay me enough to watch the Bears Mm-mm. start to finish in prime time on Monday night. Therefore, therefore, I want my salary and then I want some additional jack on the side to get me through this one. So help me out, Head. What is the number? Who you got? Both of Marty B's former teams here. The number is the Patriots minus seven and a half at home. Of course, I'm laying the points here, Jim. Not sure if Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi goes, but as long as they don't turn the damn ball over, the Patriots should be fine here. New England has one of the best lines in football, and the Bears' pass rush is straight butthole, dude, and so is their run D. Football Outsiders has straight them as the 27 straight butthole. Bad, bad stuff. Dude, that just that just so D. you know, that's the same butthole, usage butthole, as butthole, ass. Butthole. All right, butthole, don't butthole, think that you got a loophole around butthole, usage of butthole, ass. Butthole, butthole counts as ass usage. Okay, gotcha. I got a couple more left, though, just in case. Just throwing it out there. Point is, either quarterback should make plays here. Bella B is going to like that. They're all buttholes. They're all buttholes out there. That's a nice bone for her. I just threw her one. She's your biggest fan. Yeah, she's listening, too, right now. I know she is. Yep. What's up, Bella? Hey, Bella. What's going on? Sorry, I felt like a writ right there. Anyways, yeah, right? back to my points hey, right hey, here. Ambie. Mm. Hey, Ambie. Mm, Ambie. Mm, dirty old man. Mm. <laughs> Other points here. If you thought that liquor kid at Hoods has a licking problem right now, wait until Monday night, Jim. He's going to straight up tongue himself every time the beer, uh, bears, beers, bears go back to pass. It's a hard word. Don't worry about it, it's dude. Bears is word. a hard word. I know. Yes. Not since the 2005 San Francisco 49ers has there been a worse unit at throwing the football than the Bears team in their 122 yards a game. And that 05 49ers team, Jim, it wasn't even coached by the dude who blew ass at that presser. Remember that guy back in the day? <laughs> no, I don't. This guy. A lot of examples of football history of good dude, what, what, is your, what is your fascination with all things flatulence? Secrete. I mean, just come just on, nails dude. My points. Come I mean, on, just, dude. Just hammers them. Come on, yeah. dude. Class it up. I know this is hard. I know it is hard, but anyways, it's it not as not hard as you're coach. making it, though, dude. Come on, man. I got another analogy. Well, not. No, really no, an I, I, you don't. No, I don't need any more of your analogies. Give me your analysis. All right. I know this is this is really challenging. Analysis, not analogy. You know who that 05, Real quick. 05 49ers team was Dude, are you, are you running through a stop sign? What the hell are you doing? What's the matter with you? Hot sauce Mike Nolan. I love that guy. Remember okay, that, guy? that, that I do. Okay, Oops, yes. Man. That's cool. That's, that's fair guy. game. I love yeah. hot sauce Mike Nolan. <laughs> I had some Tabasco on my finger and it went in my eye. That wasn't good. Oh. Actually, that was great, Mike. That was the best thing you ever did, Mike. It was so good. <laughs> I apologize for cutting you off, Head. That, I'm glad you brought that up. That was awesome. I had to get Mike in there right there. Anyways, the last two weeks. <laughs> The Mumblers Patriots have covered their spreads by a combined 51 and a half points here. Come on, liquor. Get this cover for us. Patriots minus seven and a half. All right, see how this goes. Like, I hate the game, 
but I love the bet. And typically those are the bets that you lose. But mm-hmm. I love the bet because the Bears are – how do I put this? What's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? And I'm not asking for your help. You're not good with words. Okay. What is the word? The word? Oh, yeah, I got it. Ass. That's Damn. it. They're ass. Serial ass. And you know what else is ass? The pressure rate that they allow opposing pass rushes. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason Justin Fields has been horrible is because he's facing a 40% pressure rate. It's mm-hmm. freaking revolting. You know, Matthew Judon is pissed that he had a sack streak snap last week, but he still has six on the season. This dude is liable to get six more Monday night. That's how bad Chicago is at protecting fields. I guess what I'm saying is this, Ed, per usual, I respect your system. You have great data. You have horrible grammar. Your analytics are good. But let me simplify this for you and everybody else. They're going to get the crap beat out of their quarterback again. Justin Fields is not winning a chess match against the master, William the Hoodman Belichick. And this game is coming at the wrong time for this guy. Essentially, any time he lines up against the Patriots as quarterback of the Bears is the wrong time. I am more than happy to lay the points, Head, because Fields is going to get laid the hell out. That's what's in. Oh, dude, that's what's in. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get 200 bucks in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everybody can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code BIGBETS. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code BIGBETS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions to apply. See show notes for details. Well, so you and I are still on the same page mm-hmm. on all of our picks so far. Now, you and I have been burned, however, mm-hmm. by some huge favorites in recent weeks, Boy, although man. I'm sure we are not the only ones. The Packers have burned us badly recently, and last week, Ugh. Bacon 45, <laughs> TB 45, got slapped by the Steelers, costing us both dough. And now the Bucks are huge favorites again this week against Carolina, we only do seven games per week, Ed, mm-hmm. but Carolina is sorrier than Pittsburgh. Wow. What it, Alvy? What is the number? How are you getting down here? We cannot get burned again. Biggest spread of the week here, Jim. Tampa minus eleven at Carolina. I'm going Bucks again oh. with your guy Bacon. The only uh, worse all-around offense in Chicago's is Carolina's right now. And interesting though, the Panthers actually have good offensive weapons. I mentioned the 49ers being the best. After the catch per completion, the Panthers are actually ranked second there in the NFL right now. But lucky for us, they have P.J. Walker throwing the ball and Benjamin McAdoo calling the plays. The coach writ before the coach writ, Jim. He's going to help us out here. Tampa's D should be dominant. They have been at times this year, but um, they also have been disappointing as hell, like against that Trubisky, Trubisky guy last week in the second half. They were terrible Mitch there. Trubisky. That guy right there. They were awful against him, and so was their situational. Are you you having a stroke? Let me try that one. Are you having a stroke, dude? Are you all right? Dude, quick, take some aspirin. Quick, hit that with some aspirin. If you're having a stroke, take some aspirin right away. 
So has their dude, situational. Dude, take some aspirin. I'm not go. even kidding. I got it. I got it right there. I, I just slammed it. I got it. Their situational. That's our first ever on-air stroke. stroke I, just stop head. trying to say that word, man. Yeah, that, that defense part has been awful. Are you trying to say situational? Down. Situational defense right there. Okay. Okay. They ranked 22nd and 3rd down. Alvin went with stroke music. That was incredible. <laughs> God, I love this pod. Uh, 22nd and 3rd down defense and 29th in red zone. Good thing the Panthers ranked 32nd and 30th there offensively. What's that? Can you feel your face? I, it's Are you a numb? numb right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right in my face. Speaking of faces, bacon 45s face and offense Jim <laughs> teams try to run the ball against Carolina the Bucks are averaging an NFL worst 3.1 yards per carry even with that fat guy Lenny running the ball so Bacon's <laughs> gonna have to throw it but as long as Bacon does what Bacon does don't turn the ball over he has only one interception this season they should be fine just watch out for the Panthers defense that is their best offense against the spread not good for Tampa Bay. They have lost their last four games, but the Panthers are historical ass, and that is accurate. Four and 17 in their last 21, one and nine in their last 10 following a straight up loss, and there's so many more bad trends Holy out shit, there. Rain, Rain, man. I can't believe the numbers you're spitting out, man. Dude, I have about seven what's more. What time is Wapner on? How, how many matches in that <laughs> matchbox, dude? I cannot believe the numbers mm. you're spitting out. It's like you had a stroke, and all of a sudden, it's like bam, 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 bam. You're like, you're like methylene, man. Slow down. Bucks minus 11 is my point. Incredible. And, and I don't think it's fair to call Lenny fat. I think if I'm not mistaken, does Lenny not have as many receptions as Mike Evans? That's not a good thing. Yeah, they're trying to get him in shape, so they're trying to throw him some wheel routes. Here. <laughs> oh, man. The hell is wrong with the Bucks? Well, aside from that Kevin Bacon lookalike under center. Actually, why don't we stay right there for a minute? Only thing wackier to me, Head, than Brady leaving his family for his football team, is then leaving his football team for the owner of his previous football team <laughs> to go bad. to his wedding and mm-hmm. then flying into Pittsburgh on his own and missing a walkthrough. And do not tell me he's Tom freaking Brady. He can do whatever the hell he wants. What you call Tom Brady, I call a 45-year-old man who looks like Kevin Bacon, who just got his ass kicked as a huge favorite by the rebuild, rebuilding Steelers. He knows how terrible that looks. And so, unless this guy goes AWOL again because Gronk is getting nice on a cruise ship or his dude <laughs> Jules Edelman is having a bachelor party, that old man. You're trying to get laid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember that? You like that, you don't you? Gronk I love this soundbite. To sleep with Gronk. But you understand that, that that's Yo tough. Soy that's fiesta. Tough. <laughs> tough. Situational like banging on cruises. Stop. Stop interrupting her. More freaky yeah. than them. I'm, I'm freaky. Dude, did, don't you, you say you love the bite, and then you walk all over it. You step all I over it. Well, don't do that. Thirsty. Just lay out. Lay out. Mm-hmm. You had your turn. Lay out. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is that old man is going to don't take advantage that. of this perfect get-right opportunity against a team that is all wrong right now. There is no way that this dude blew up his life and half his face to lose to the Steelers and Panthers back-to-back. I'm taking Bacon 45 and laying the points here. And one sidebar, it's not a lot of fun when you and I pick the same games, but we have different systems. And by the way, we could go 0-7, and and this would still be the best gambling podcast there is because it's such a good show, just saying. Best ever, agree. Okay, Vegas VH Town. Hey, by the way, by the way, yeah, yeah, we do. Can't lie about this, though. Mm Mm-hmm. 
the struggle is real. You and I are both on the struggle bus. You're on the struggle bus. In terms of how we're grinding out these days, right? But given how you and I both like to get down, Everybody get down. and how you lose your mind the second you hit the 702 area code, because, dude, I've seen your act there. Oh, buddy. How the hell have you and I not busted out and gone to a Raider game in Vegas? How we has that to. not happened? And we we're seven to. weeks in, dude. Mm. We haven't planned it. We haven't even talked about it. So I know it's not happening. I know us, especially mm. since you're never leaving that fucking dog wash you have. <laughs> Hey, oh, by the way, how is the dog wash business going? Uh, you know, about that good. You haven't started yet, have you? Still haven't started it. Nope. I figured. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, look, I, I know I can't count on you to make this happen. I will check the schedule. We'll get our ass to the desert one way or another, but not for this one. And by the way, I don't want to go to this one, but I will play it from the comfort of my own home. Vegas, VH Town, what's the number? Who you got? The one and four Las Vegas Raiders are seven point favorites, and I'm once again uh, laying the points against Houston here. The Raiders are, are a better Wait, did, team did, did, than did, the Raiders. Go back, go back, say. back. Did you just say the one and four Raiders are seven point favorites? Yeah. The hell does I, that tell you about the Texans? I know a lot, right? But, dude, the Raiders are better than their record. They Each are. loss is by less than a score. They only have a minus five point differential on the season. The Chargers have a worse one. And they have four wins here. So I like Josh Jacobs, third uh, leading rusher in the NFL. Since when? Since when? I'm always hyping this guy. And you're always like, eh, but, yeah, but. Did you just say, I like Josh Jacobs? For this game, Sunday. Get the hell out of here. You do not like Josh Jacobs. I love the guy. For this game, yeah, you love him. You've always been over him. I, I hate you running back. You, you the love round. the Shanahan family, That's and I'm right. a big Jacobs guy. All right, I'm go ahead. Anti running back guy, but I like him here. Third leading rusher in the NFL, and Houston is allowing over what did five running backs yards. Ever do to you, dude. Running backs? Yeah. What do you mean uh, you're an anti-running back guy? Anti-running back. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, that's system. right. The Shanahans don't have any use for running backs. It doesn't matter you what running backs in their like system, Clinton right? Portis for Champ Bailey. You just be smart with it. That's right. what you do with them. But, again, they were ahead of the James system. James Shanahan. trying to go in there. Yeah. James, James Kelly Shanahan. They, they probably should change What would you name. give for Mike Shanahan to be your dad? Dude. You should go ask oh, me. Hey, can I be your son? Can I, I be your surrogate I, son? I, I I'm obsessed would. with you guys. I'm obsessed with the lobsters. I like you more than Kyle likes you, Mike. Hi, I'm Big Head. Hi, I, I'm I'm Kyle's new uh, <laughs> stepbrother. Winthrop. Hi. Uh, anyway, Houston is allowing over five yards per carry and an AFC worst 164 yards per game. So your guy Josh should go off. He's averaging 150 yards on the ground for you this month, Jim. The Raiders' weakness is their O-line. Good news outside of Chicago. I'm not sure there's a worse team at creating pressure than Houston from a talent perspective. Devontae Adams should feast against their corners. Maybe they try and get him the ball in the red zone. Houston's D is really, really good there. Fourth best in the NFL. Vegas has struggled there. On the other side of the ball, the Davis Mills factor. Completely different QB this far in his career at home compared to being on the road. Home, 16 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Road, 5 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Mm. What helps Davis here is the Raiders don't create turnovers. Only the commanders are worse at taking the ball away. But let's hope badass Max Crosby can create something and he could do some Davis Mills type things. Against the spread, a few things favor Houston. They are 6-1 and one in their last seven versus the AFC. And the Raiders are 0-4 in the last four via team with a losing record. But I'm going with your other boy here, Josh McDaniels, and I'm laying that seven, Jim. Mm, man, again, same page. Freaking Raiders. It seems to me had like they had two weeks. <laughs> To ponder, there is Raider Mike. What up, Mike? 
The Raiders had two weeks to ponder Hunter Renfro Mm -hmm. trucking Devontae Adams at the end of the Chiefs game, and then Adams trucking that photog. Good thing they have Josh Jacobs, who is absolutely snot-bubbling fools, lighting suckers up. I love how violent this cat is. You mentioned Mad Max. Max Crosby is unblockable. The one guy I think you did not mention... Mm-hmm. Chandler Jones, who I know you love. Yes. This guy, don't. there's no way this guy does not get to the quarterback this week. Just like there is no way that a defense with two of the best names in the game, Divine Diablo and Rock Yassine, are awesome. losing to the Texans. Rock Yarome <laughs> is taking the Raiders <laughs> and laying <laughs> your points. See what I did there? One more like note. It. Memo yeah. to Derek Carr. Dude, dude, I know you love you some Devontae Adams, and you want to make sure that he knows that he made the right call by leaving Green Bay, but dude, you best reacquaint yourself with Darren Waller. He's a weapon. Mm-hmm. Get that dude the rock. Mm-hmm. All right, same page. Hey, have you ever experienced the flavor of actual live fire cooking? We're not talking about a fire pit in the backyard. This is about the big green egg, the ultimate cooking experience. I have an egg. It is incredible. It is the most versatile grill that you're ever going to own. You can grill, roast, smoke, sear, and even bake. I'm not kidding. You can try a pizza on the egg. It will amaze you. You can do all these things. Stop wasting money on grills that you replace every few years. We've all been there. We've done that. Forget the pellets and the knockoffs, too. Listen to me. Roll with an authentic big green egg. It is a ceramic marvel. It's backed by a lifetime guarantee. You literally can hand this down through generations. It is simple to light, it's easy to use, and it works without a power source. There is no need to plug anything in. And with the playoffs and holidays approaching, you cannot beat a smoked turkey on an egg. It also makes an amazing gift. And they have two models that are perfect for tailgating. The best part is you can have it delivered to your house for free from a local dealer in your community. That's what I did. That's right. Shop online at BigGreenEgg.com. Have it delivered to your house for free. That's BigGreenEgg.com, and you will thank me later. I think that you and I might not be on the same page on this one. At least I hope not. We can't pick the same games all the time. Colts v. Titans, some AFC South ball. Seems to me if Garrett Cole were here and we were talking AFC South, he might say, yeah, that's cute. It's cute. That's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's kind of funny. It's kind of cute. Whatever. It's cute. You know what would be cute, Head? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what would be really cute. What's that? You turning this match into cache. I'm not mm. sure which way I'm going. I'm not even sure which way I'm leaning. I'm having trouble with this one. So give me the number. Drop it into your foolproof system. And let's see what that foolproof system pukes out. Oh, buddy. The system is uh, Rock Your Rome's Kids at Space Jam 2 just vomiting all over itself. That's Thinking cute. Of this game right here. That's like cute. That. Right, yeah. Another playoff right Baseball there. Baseball bat. The Titans are the home favorite here, Jim. Minus two and a half. I'll take the Colts, actually, in the points here. They played three weeks ago, and the Titans won 24-17, but it was in these turnovers. They had three. The Titans had none. We all know it's about Derrick Henry here. It always is. They average only 26 pass attempts a game, second fewest in the NFL, 
Indy's run D has to be stout. On offense for Indy, Titans have the best run stop rate in the NFL, but they struggle in coverage. Their 7.9 yard per pass average is the worst in the NFL, and Matt Ryan finally looked like his old self last week. 389 yards, three touchdowns against Jacksonville, and he didn't turn the football over, and he wasn't sacked. Jonathan Taylor also, him and Shaquille Leonard, have practiced lately, so I like that part. Biggest concern for Indy, Jeffrey Simmons. He might murder somebody. Um, namely Ice, and make a few game-changing plays. He is that good for the ice. Titans line. He's one ibuprofen. of the best. Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. He's going to need a lot of it, right? Also, here's the key. Fast start. The Titans averaging. And thanks, Alvin. Didn't like that joke or what? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> no, not a good one. Anyways, the Titans averaging Most of them NFL aren't. best. 8.4 points in the first quarter. Only the Cardinals score fewer points in the first quarter than the Colts do, so that's huge. Fast start's big. As an away dog, though, Frank Reich is good here. Since he took over, he's hit on over 66% of his games in this role. Let's go Indy plus two and a half. Damn, Rainhead. So much data this week. All right, so Titans at home, following a bye, Colts above 500. Mm -hmm. Matthew Weiss looked great last week, but dude did throw it 58 times. A lot. 58 times. Mm -hmm. Pops threw it 58 times. Yes, he had numbers, but he had them against the Jags. How the hell can that guy even be expected to lift his arm after throwing it 58 times? That was probably his entire offseason throwing program right there. And he did it in one week. I don't see one week being enough time to recover. And while I don't think that the king, Derrick Henry, is all the way back, the Colts did gash or get gashed last week on the ground. So... So, I am going to ride with the Titans. I guess what I'm saying is I'm taking the Titans only because you are not. Tell me how my ass tastes, Head. There you go. There you go. I literally, I, that's what my system is. I'm taking them because you're not. <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, Ravens v. Browns. All right. Now, let me hit you with my advanced metrics before okay. you start running off at the mouth, Rainhead, about this one. Mm -hmm. The Browns have lost three in a row. They've, keep up with me. They've lost three in a row, four of their last five. The Ravens are just three and three. However, according to my advanced metrics, mm -hmm. 500 is better than straight ass. And that's what the Browns have been, straight ass. Those mm -hmm. are my advanced metrics. Feel free to use them if you want. What is the number? What is your play? I love your advanced metrics there. I'm guessing they also show the Ravens uh, blowing it out their backside in fourth quarters games too. Cause Touché, that be dude. Yes, Touché. I, I, I walked into that. Go ahead. They cannot allow finish. That. They can't finish, but I will still take them. Minus six and a half at home. Hmm. Look, as good as the Browns running game is, the Ravens are the ones averaging an NFL best 5.9 yards per carry, and Baltimore is getting healthier on their line, and they already have the best run block rate in the NFL going up against this run D of Cleveland's. Joe Woods, my favorite Joe Woods, his unit is allowing five yards of carry and you 27 hate that guy, dude. points. Oh, dude, he's terrible, and Cleveland knows it, and you know I'm right, Cleveland. It's just a matter of time. You're not Anyways, wrong, dude. You're not yes. wrong. He's not wrong. They're not wrong. Let's just I, hope I agree. Stefanski could, you know, outlast Woods, but you know that's gonna be tight the way they're going right now. Yeah, Woods. but who would have ever thought? I mean, that should have been Secretariat, right? But that's a much closer horse race than we thought. It is. Good right? point, right there. Yeah. Good analogy. Horse racing.
Woods unit, 27 points a game right now. He might not have Miles Garrett either this weekend. That's still up in the air. Also, the Browns have been getting away from their dominant run game. I'm sure they will refocus on that this week. It makes sense considering the Ravens' linebackers struggle at tackling people, but beating them through the air is the better call, so good luck with that, Browns fan, with Jacoby Brissett. I'm riding with Lamar and the Lamar factor here. He jacked their game up against the Giants, but I think he bounces back here against yeah. the spread. The Ravens are 5-1 and one in their last six following an against-the-spread loss. Ravens minus six and a half. You, I'll tell you something stupid. I want to react to something you just said. Can you imagine? You just said the Browns are getting away from their run game. Can mm-hmm. you imagine having that running attack and that quarterback and them, quote, getting away from their run game? That's no. the dumbest thing ever. It's the stupidest thing ever. Nick Chubb could just, I mean, he's probably the best running back in the NFL right now. He is, right? It's, 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 it's idiotic. Yes. All right, so stupid. let me do something yeah. a little bit different. I agree with you. And, and here's this will be interesting because I think the doc, when he comes up later on, mm-hmm. he's made a lot of money this year fading the Ravens. And I tend to see it the same way you do. However, I want to do something a little bit different. Let's play some word association. I'm going to say something, and I want you to blurt out the very first thing that comes to mind. All right? Am I going too quickly? Do you understand the rules of that game? I got it. Let's do it. You understand? Are you sure? The Red Hot Chili Peppers reveal their second full-length studio album of the year, Return of the Dream Canteen. It is available right now in stores and all streaming outlets. For these 17 new tracks, the brand collaborated with longtime producer and creative confidant Rick Rubin. Together, the musicians tapped into the power of their union once more, leaning on an endless and enduring brotherhood, independent of all boundaries. It is simply Red Hot Chili Peppers. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, the new studio album, Return of the Dream Canteen, featuring Tip of My Tongue. The Red Hot Chili Peppers, the new album, Return of the Dream Canteen, listed on Amazon Music Unlimited, sponsored by Warner Records. All right, I'm going to say something, and you blurt it out. Ready? Uh Ravens v. Browns. Bruised balls. Close. I'm going to do it myself. Ravens v. Browns, Art Modell, bruised scrotum. Whenever I think of Ravens v. Browns, I think of the guy with the connection to both franchises, Art Modell. Whenever I think of Art Modell, I kid you not, the very first thing that comes to mind is that crazy story he once told of falling in the shower and bruising his scrotum. Yeah, I don't know, Arthur. Great story, Arthur. Maybe if that happened to me, I'd keep that to myself. Now, I don't remember... Whether he owned the Browns or the Ravens when that happened and he bruised that scrotum, I don't think it matters. The Browns' defense is porous as hell. They can't stop anybody on the ground. Bailey Zappi just lit them the hell up in the air, so their mojo is all jacked up, and so is their Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett, Ravens minus whatever the number is now. I'll lay the points. Okay, nice. All right, so a bruised scrotum. I bet that felt below average. (laughs) best story ever. Dude, he he was the one that shared that story. How, how would anybody know that story? It was just he was the only one in the shower. I know, but he let it out. Yep. He did. All right. Yep. So last thing, Seahawks and Chargers, and I'm just gonna say this straight up. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it because it feels to me like one of those games that, regardless of who I take, I will lose. I have already factored in a loss here. Literally, I know. Great attitude, right? Way to wish it into existence, Rome. Way to manifest that, Rome. 
hey, listen, I'm not here to hate. I'm here to help. You want to make money on this one? Do the opposite of what I'm about to say because I know in my bones I am going to lose this game, head. I just know it. So with that in mind, you go ahead. You tell me who you got. I'm telling you that reverse psychology is legit now. It usually works. The number is Chargers minus five and a half now at home. It was six. It's moved down to five and a half. Mm. I'm going with Seattle and taking the five and a half here. Mm. The worry, their defense is not good. Only the Lions have been worse this past month. Now, their biggest weakness on defense is against the run, and the Chargers cannot run the football, so that helps. The question is, can Seattle's young corners hold up against Justin Herbert and his weapons? And it looks like Keenan Allen will finally be back, and nobody throws the football more than the Chargers do. But I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, the better yeah. overall offense right now than the Chargers and the Kenneth Walker, the third factor. I love this kid. I do too. LA's run defense is worse than Seattle's. They allow an NFL worst 5.6 yards of carry, Jim. So look for the rookie to go off here. Biggest factor for the Seahawks in the red zone. Um, they have to score f touchdowns here. Only Russell Wilson and Coach Ritz Broncos are worse down there. I don't know. Maybe mixing a little Walker the third and Defa Kate Mudcalf maybe on some. Yeah, because you because you weren't going to say that. You knew I was going to get that in, dude. There's no doubt in my mind. Defecate. You've been waiting this entire podcast to get that in. Was it worth it? How'd that feel? Hundred percent. Was that worth it? How'd that feel? Hundred percent. Are you happy? Are you happy with yourself? I'm so because happy you shouldn't be. I knew I was gonna get it, and it just flowed. <laughs> Situation. It just flowed. It just flowed. Did you grow the hell up, like Beavis? Stop it. Yep. Anyway, give me you give me your pick. Seahawks plus. Do five I sound and pissed? Half, so I am. Six. Yep. Mm -hmm. Seahawks plus five and a half. Yep. Five All right, so I was already in a bad enough mood over this game anyway because I know, I know, no matter what side I pick, I will get beat. I will lose. So I'm not going to waste a lot of time and energy on this one, but I know this. If I ride with my new favorite dude back from the dead, Geno Smith, he will remember that he's Geno Smith, you know, like he did last week. <laughs> At the same time, you know I do have an affinity for the Bolts, uh -huh. but rolling with them is always sketchy. Mm -hmm. I love them, but it just is for some reason whenever I go to bet them, but I do have to make a choice. So, because Brandon Staley catches a lot of heat, I'm going to pick him up. I'm just not comfortable putting my hard-earned money on a dude who murders gum on the weekly. <laughs> I still love Austin Eckler. I feel like Keenan Allen, who you mentioned, mm -hmm. is going to be back, mm -hmm. is going to make a difference. And a guy who's really in the doghouse, J.C. Jackson. I, I got a feeling this dude's going to get right and kick it into gear. Chargers, it's now five and a half, you said? Five and a half. Yep. All right, I'll do teams. it. Chargers yep. minus five and a half. But if I were to you all, I'd fade me because as convincing and smart as I sound, I know that I'm going to lose this one regardless of who I pick. If I were you, I would go the other way and go with the head. It's just one of those games. Now, James, I hope, James, I hope it's just one of those games and not one of those weeks. Run it all back, big dog. Who are you playing this week? All right, here we go. Kansas City minus two and a half at San Francisco. Patriots and the liquor minus seven and a half versus Chicago on Monday Night Football. The Colts plus two and a half at Tennessee. Bacon 45 and the Bucks minus 11 at Carolina. The Las Vegas Raiders minus seven versus Houston. The Ravens and L Jack minus six and a half v Cleveland. And the gum chewer, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks plus five and a half at the Los Angeles Chargers.
All right, Big Head, have yourself a weekend. Nice job. Thank you very much. Now we are joined once again by the pro football doc, Dr. David Chow, former team doctor for the Chargers and one of the founding figures behind Sports Injury Central. Full disclosure, I am an investor in this company along with many, many others, and I am on the advisory board, and the doc comes on, and he brings experience and analytics and data and a different way of helping you look at these games so you can make the most informed decisions out there doc it's good to have you back how you feeling feeling great thanks for having me on it's uh fun and you know certainly i'm feeling a lot better than some of these players the injuries are starting to pile up lots of quarterback carousel changes etc no doubt about it so last week doc you had yourself a week you went nine and six with your sick picks another winning weekend and i would take that every single week that's a good number in fact you're having a strong season overall before we get to some of these picks this week i think it's important once again doc for you to explain exactly what the six score is how you calculate it how it factors into the picks in effect i want the listeners to understand exactly what they're getting here well, what, what six score is and the sick picks are is using health. We don't take questionable and we don't listen to just what coaches and teams say. It's always coach speak, right? So we look at people. In our picks, for example, one of the things we do is even some uh, uh, props. For example, last week, we felt an in-week hamstring strain by Tyler Lockett would lead to an under on his props. His prop was at 69 and a half. He had two catches for 17 yards and was largely a decoy. So that one was easy. But when it comes to teams, we look at cluster injuries. And it's not just pure injuries alone. It's we evaluate the backups and the schemes. Is this a run-heavy team, pass-heavy team? And for that, if you go to the six-score site, you'll see that we have a, a mini-pod with Norv Turner, who is an investor, and he helps us with some of the football side algorithms to mesh with the injury information that we have from all the former head team positions. All right, so I'm telling you, this is some really, really good intel, some really, really good data. Last week, for instance, Doc, you told us that your algorithm loved the Falcons over the Niners because San Francisco was banged up. The Falcons end up winning that game outright, so that was a great, great call by you. Are the Niners any healthier this week, or maybe are they actually worse? In other words, what is the sick differential in Niners v. Chiefs? Yeah, and it, they're actually worse. The reason we were so heavy on Atlanta last week on your pod, even though they were underdogs and they won by two touchdowns, is San Francisco's known for its defense, but we knew they, they would be down six defensive starters. This week, matching up against the Chiefs, it's possible they could be down nine defensive starters. That number is probably likely seven or eight. In addition to the six before, uh, Nick Bosa has a chance to come back, but, uh, you know, Halafanga, uh, uh, their safety, had a concussion. He's probably not going to play. And Ebicon, the only healthy defensive lineman to date, injured his Achilles. So it's somewhere between seven and nine defensive starters for San Francisco against who? Against the high-powered Chiefs. So not only look at the Chiefs, but, you know, wait till the prop plays are up. Uh, take a look at that. This is exactly why I have you on and why I feel good about that product and why I feel great about that pick that I made earlier. I have the Chiefs in that game. I feel better about it right now. Listen, one game, I want to talk about one game we didn't talk about, Big Head and I, I mean, is Jets v. Broncos. What is the sick differential, and then what is the actual spread in the game, Jets v. Broncos? Yeah, the, the Jets have gotten 
progressively healthier and the Broncos have gotten progressively worse. And one of the things besides absolute team six score, we break it down offensively, defensively, offensive run against defensive run. But also we look at deltas, the week to week change. And the Broncos are a recent faller, not just because of Russell Wilson, but Ronald Darby, ACL, Ronald Gregory, uh, and growing for their number one corner but also because of the offensive line issues recently, Garrett Bowles running back, whereas the Jets have gotten healthier progressively every week. Their offensive line issues are getting stabilized with uh, the additions at left tackle Dwayne Brown and right tackle Mike Remmers coming in. So they're headed in the right direction, and they're a double-digit six-score health differential uh, uh, healthier than the Broncos. And we know the Broncos have been struggling in general, but the injuries are not helping here. It's clearly pushing towards the Jets. Glad you mentioned Delta. I look at the Deltas, too, except in the case of James Kelly, the big head. I look at Delta Bravos as in douchebag, but that that's that's him, Doc. That's not you. That's why I'm <laughs> glad to have you on. Listen, what about Russell Wilson, and he's got a shoulder issue, and he's got a oh, hamstring oh. issue. How do you think he's going to play? How do you think he'll perform dealing with those injuries? Well, you know, when he performed better against the Chargers, he was running the ball in the first half. In the second half, he wasn't really able to run it, and he performed pretty poorly. I don't think the shoulder is a huge deal. This hamstring is going to be a deal. He's probably going to try and play through, but a pocket-bound Russell Wilson is a different quarterback. He, You know, line of vision and getting out space and all that other, that extra dimension that he normally has. And so that's the potential uh, issue here for sure, especially with the offensive line a little bit banged up. Uh, the right guard, right tackle, and obviously the left tackle already out. But he may need to do some scrambling, which he may not be able to do. All right, so, Doc, this is interesting because uh, the Big Head and I did talk about the Ravens and the Browns, and I took the Ravens myself earlier in this episode. However, I know that you have been fading them this year, and you've been having a lot of success fading them this year. I'm kind of curious. What are your sick numbers tell you about this matchup, the Ravens and the Browns? How do you feel about that game? Well, you know, the Browns, see, what we do when we look at this, we try and blind ourselves from, the name of the team and the marquee value of the quarterback and whatever. We try and look at the injuries to try and find the line differentials to, for the advantage. And the Browns are healthier than the Ravens. Look, all season, the Ravens have been struggling due to injuries. They've tried to right the shift. They've got Ronnie Stanley back, sort of, but now their right tackle goes down with a heel injury and Ronnie Stanley will have to be on his own on the left side. We know about J.K. Dobbins limited this year and he left the second half with knee issues likely won't play defensively. They've been shored up by J Jason Pierre Paul a little bit, but they still have their outside linebacker linebacker issues. Their cornerback still coming off an ACL issues. So the Ravens are still the less healthy side in this matchup and the Browns are getting six and a half. Mm. All right. So let me ask you this. I've told everybody, or we've been talking about your algorithm and the fact that you've hit it 59% against the spread for the past three years. The Sports Injury Central site is free. However, you do sell access to your picks every single week. What do you say, Doc? What do you say we throw our loyal listeners a bone and give them all the sick picks this week for free? Just one week, just to get them to go there so they can get a, a full grasp of the site, they can bump around. What do you say we incentivize them this one time just to get them to go there and they get those picks for free? Is that something you'd be willing to do? 
Me for sure. I want people to see the product and what's out there. You can get it for free yourself by doing all the analysis, but in-game stuff is invaluable. And also we do all the, the prop analysis and game analysis for you. And, uh, you know, we've been higher than 59% so far this year, but that's been the three-year average. And, uh, you know, uh, it's real and we have it documented. But for you, Jim, and your clones, whatever you want, I'm in. I love that. So even better. It's 59% over three years, but even better this year. So again, Doc, where do they go? And if they want to get the free picks this week, they're going to need the code Jim Rome. So where should they go? What should they do to get the free picks this week? Well, you go to six score sports injury central S I C score.com and maybe go to the sick picks tab. And look, this is a recorded podcast. So we'll tell the guys to put in a special code. We'll say Jim Rome, no space, J Jim Rome as a special code and you'll get the free pick and the free week of picks. We'll, we'll get them to get that up in the next 20 minutes before this podcast. Posts. Hell yes. Absolutely love it. Sixscore.com. That's S-I-C score.com. Look for the sick picks tab. Use the code Jim Rome, no space, Jim Rome. Get a free week of the sick picks against 59% against the spread over the past three years, but even better this year. And Doc, I really appreciate that. Trust me. I know the clones, they like free. They'll take advantage of it. And that's great. Have a great weekend with you and the rest of the staff. I'll be following you on Sunday for all the updates. And thanks for the free picks. I know the clones will love it. Thanks, Jim. All right, Doc. Great job. Well done. Some really good intel. And take advantage of that. They're free. The free picks this week. Once again, go to sickscore.com. Hit the sick picks tab. Use the code Jim Rome. No space. And that right there is a wrap for episode seven of Jim Rome's Big Head Bets. Thanks a million for listening. If you like what you're hearing, can you do me a solid? Can you hit subscribe and leave a nice, fat five-star review for us? I really appreciate that so much. If you decided that this pod is not for you, totally cool. I get it. I respect it. Thanks for giving it a spin. Thanks for stopping by and giving it a shot. Oh, and by the way, hit us with a five-star review anyway on your way out. Good looking out. Let's go ahead now and make some money. Let's make some money. And I will see you all right here next week. We're out.